Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio's ESL Podcast, bringing to you today a special podcast. Luckily and thankfully, I had someone reach out to me in terms of getting practically one person from every country on my podcast, and today, I'm bringing to you today one of my friends, my new friends, her name is Emma from Libya. Emma, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. Oh, you're welcome. So, give everyone an introduction of you. Okay, uh, I'm Emma. I'm from Libya. I'm studying English literature. I'm on my second semester, and I'm 20 years old. And yeah, that's all. Okay, well, okay, okay, awesome, awesome. Now, how long have you been studying English for, in general? Uh, in general, uh, maybe seven to eight years. Seven to eight but years? Yes, but it wasn't really good English, because here in public school, our education is a bit weak. So, if I want to say, like... Um, I started like really learning English and I started by myself right. from the basics to above. It was like two years ago. Wow. So wait, wait, wait. You know what? This is really crazy because there are Thai people I know that have been learning English all their lives and they do not have the fluency that you have. Oh, really? So you should be very, very happy right now. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> yes, Wow. Okay, so the public school system, you said, um, do they focus primarily on conversation? No, they they focus only on grammar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the accuracy, without the fluency, it wouldn't work. You can't speak about grammar all the time. You need to have, like, vocabulary and speaking skills to, to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's interesting. Okay. And so seven to eight years, you're now studying English literature in university. And yeah. do you have any foreign professors at your university? Yes, we have an American one. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. She's married to a Libyan wow. and she came here to Libya 20 years ago. And she's Muslim, and she she she's like a Libyan now. She can speak Arabic. She's pretty amazing. <laughs> that is so yeah. cool, man. Okay, all right, and let's see. Okay, so the majority. Okay, I hear this from everyone. I've had uh, students from Russia. I said, so what do your teachers, you know, teach you in Russia? Grammar. I've had students from Japan. Yeah. What do your teachers teach you? Grammar. So what do you think is an effective way? How do you learn? Because I'm pretty sure you have not, you did not learn this type of fluency all by yourself. Well, not all by yourself, but in school only. So how do you learn outside of school? Yeah, I try to speak in front of a mirror like for every day for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, in, in the beginning, I wasn't start, I wasn't, um, there wasn't like a specific accent that I want to obtain. It was just speaking. I want to get fluent, you know, but then as time went on, I get the chance to, to travel to New York city. 
So when I went there, I kind of fell in love with the, with the American accent, and and then that when I when I when I when I said like I wanna obtain the American accent, so cool and awesome, and it's all started from there. Is that right? Okay, so tell me about your experience to the land of uh, the land of what, what do they call America? You know what? Tell us about the experience to America. <laughs> Okay, it was. Um, uh, I I've got my brother living there. He's working there. He's a doctor. Ooh, okay. So, oh, yeah. So I went there. Uh, I actually I was supposed to like study there for six months, but like uh, family issue happened, and I had to go back to Libya. So I spent there only one month, and it was kind of really cool. You know, it's New York. Like the, the 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 city of dreams, where the people can make their dreams come true, you know. So it was very very interesting experience. Okay, okay. So what did you like the most about America? I mean, about New York? Because I'm I've never been to New York. I'm planning on going there uh, next year. Uh, to yes, see my should. aunt and grandma because they're Puerto Ricans, you know, the the craziness in the Bronx, Queens and stuff like that. Um, how did you like it? I don't know. I'm scared to visit New York. I don't know why. I'm from <laughs> Vegas, but I'm scared. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, words can never uh, describe how, how happy I was. I mean, only experience can get you the feeling. So what can I say? It's, it's, it's it was so much fun. I for the first time I spoke with native speakers, uh, although I got a little depressed because most of the time I didn't understand them and they didn't understand me. <laughs> yeah, that happened. And they would give me, you know, the looks that what are you talking? What the hell are you saying? And I was I was so embarrassed. It was kind of so that's when I when I decided that I gotta work on my accent more and more. So, okay, so there was, I'm guessing there was a huge discrepancy between you speaking and them uh, trying to understand you. What do you, what do you think that problem was and how did you fix it? I guess as Arabs, we have some problems with the f sound and the v sound mm. and also uh, the p and the b, the, you know, the normal p and p Paris. We've got problem with these letters so when we speak and we especially when we try you know to speak fast we we usually mispronounce some words which would uh, make us really hard you know to be understood okay okay that's it yeah that's just like here in thailand um i guess thai people they have a tendency of converting their language into the english language so i first started seeing this when I was teaching vocabulary and my Thai students mm-hmm. would write the vocabulary I'm teaching and convert it from English to Thai. So when they uh. actually try pronouncing the vocabulary in English, they would use Thai sounds. So mm-hmm. instead of saying future, they say future. Instead of saying water, they say water. <laughs> so, so this is a huge problem because then they, um, I guess you could say they ended up, they could only understand their Thailish, which is basically Thai and English put together. And they can't mm-hmm. understand 
the English pronunciation. So if I say, where is McDonald's? They don't understand McDonald's. They only stand McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so is there a problem like that out there in Libya? Do they have, I, yeah. No, not that much because uh, the, the Libyan dialect is not that strong. You would find this a problem in Egypt. Egyptian dialect is so strong. Ooh. It would affect the English language, but not in Libya. Our, our dialect is not that strong. So in the beginning, you would, you would have some problems, some issues, but simple ones, not, that, not like the one you mentioned. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. All right. Sound, okay. Um, Egypt, man. Now that you mentioned Egypt, man. Oh my God. I love my, <laughs> I got two friends from Egypt. I met in the Maldives. And right when you said Egypt, I remember one of my friends telling me some of the most craziest stories. Oh man. I started laughing just now, but anyways. Okay. So American English, British English, Australian English, they, and you know what? The, the most difficult English for me to understand has to be New Zealand because they talk really under their breath. Then I would have to say Australia and then most from Liverpool and Newcastle. And I think that's in mm -hmm. Northern England. So what accents do you prefer? I know you prefer the American accents, but are there accents that you do not understand? Uh, maybe the Australian one. Yeah. Uh, and there are some parts of uh, the UK, uh, Scotland, I guess. Uh, where they speak like really, really in a, in a, in a strong accent. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, when I watch like those kind of films with these with this accent, I wouldn't understand every single word. Right, right. And you know, <laughs> it's funny. A lot of people would say, "Arsenio, how come you don't understand Australians?" I'm like, yeah. "Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you know, they don't speak English out there in Australia. It's, yes. it's kind of funny." <laughs> So I remember one time I listened to like some of the Liverpool footballers and I said, you guys don't even speak English. This is this is a travesty. I'm finished. Yeah. So anyways, we would go back and forth. But yeah. This, yeah. So. OK. So ha where else have you traveled? I've been to Egypt and I've been to Syria because my mother wow. is Syrian uh, and yeah, and New York. That's all. Okay, okay, okay. So you're you said your brother lives in New York. That's why you ended up going to New York. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yes. So you are 20 years old. You're studying. What is the ultimate goal for you in terms of learning English? I want to be an English professor, like professor in the Ooh. university, in our country. Yeah, I want to teach grammar. I want to teach it fun way i want to like get rid of the traditional ways which would get you to hate grammar grammar <laughs> is good you can't speak without grammar but i want to like you know create a fun way by which everyone can learn grammar and have fun with it. okay so what ideas you have what ideas you have oh uh, well i don't have ideas <laughs> now as you said, I don't have them now, but... Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to think of them. Okay, okay. And where would you like to travel uh, in the future? Would you like to come to Asia? Would you like to go to parts of Europe? Uh, uh, America. Oh, I want to go to America. America. <laughs> Nothing but America. <laughs> Nothing but America, huh? Yeah. 
Okay, and you know what's so interesting about Africa? It's amazing because you are basically more African than I probably because obviously mm-hmm. you're on the continent of Africa. Now me, you know, my father's African-American, my mother's Puerto Rican, so obviously mm-hmm. I have probably 50% of African blood, but it's really interesting that uh, a lot of people don't understand you know, that, you know, Africans, they could be, you know, Libyans, they could be, uh, you know, Moroccans, the Egyptians, and they could be South African. And some of them yeah. are more, you know, obviously, that British inheritance, British influence and stuff. So I think the continent is very compelling. So I think, oh, yeah. yeah, so I think I probably would like to visit Northern Africa for sure. So did you like Egypt? Uh, yes, Egypt is... One of the problems that I don't like about Egypt or I have with Egypt is that it's very crafted. The traffic, it's so noisy, it's so loud. Yeah, Vietnam. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, but in general, it's a really, really beautiful country. And where at? I'm sorry. Where? What? Where? Where? What? what where, Egypt? where exactly? Did you say Egypt is a very beautiful country? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't catch that. Okay, okay. All right, sounds good. So you're going to be an English professor. I'm so excited for your future on divorce. Um, oh, thank you. And your accent is actually very, very easy to understand. Is it? Yeah, that's not yeah, bad. Oh, God. So, so keep on practicing. Again, I know a lot of people, they get... um. You know, I've given you some advice in terms of pronunciation, but honestly, your pronunciation is probably better than most Asians I've ever met. Oh, good. Yes. So you're you're on the right boat. You're on the right track. And uh, I know it's probably about, what is it, about 3.30 p.m. your time out there, and it's about 8.30 p.m. your time. So if you can give anyone advice in terms of learning English... What would it be? It would be uh, an advice that I got from one of my teachers about speaking because I told her that I struggle with speaking. And she said, nothing, nothing on earth could improve your speaking but speaking. And I know you've probably heard that like a million times, but it actually is what's going to improve you. So you've got to keep speaking, not only listening people speak but also try to speak try to get the word you even if you mistake that's okay first you have fluency and you'll lose accuracy okay all right thanks you're breaking up a little bit at the end i wanted to like top that off with everything but thank you so much for your advice miss emma thank you're you welcome. so much for your time and for everyone uh, out there who is listening around the world. Now I have four accents on my podcast and hundreds more to go. So, Emma, thank you so much uh, on this, um, I guess you could say, for coming on to my podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you. And guys, as always, this is the Arsenio Buck Show. Please be sure to tune in to my next episode. And thanks again, Emma. And as always, this is your host, Arsenio, over and out.